care of that, dear three listeners. That's us drinking. <laughs> okay. okay. Do you want me to start it? Sure. Okay. Welcome to Two Drunk Moms. Momming is hard, so let's drink and talk shit for the week. I like it. My name's Vanessa. And I'm Jana. And we'll be your drunk mother guides for many weeks to follow. Or Hopefully. Two episodes, it's fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's a lifetime. Lifetime commitment here, friend. Well, yeah, and then four to six months after. <laughs> exactly. We've already discussed this. My motherhood journey, story, whatever you might call it, it started about seven years ago, eight years ago. I'm a mother of three. I am a single mother of three. I didn't, I wasn't always a single mother. When I became a mom, I was married. We had been told we weren't going to be able to have babies, and then... My husband at the time, we were like, you know what? Let's prove some people wrong. And we ended up getting pregnant one month after being told that we couldn't. And then we had our first baby boy and he was giant, nine pounds, nine ounces and red hair and 13 days late. Yeah. He liked to, you know, make an entrance and 13 number girl. Yeah. You know, not a bad deal. Um, He was born on my half birthday, which is kind of a cool, weird thing that you know, we loved being parents, my ex and I, and we decided to have another one. And it took us a little bit longer to get pregnant the second time, but not at all by anyone else's standard. And then we found out we were having another boy and we were excited because, you know, any kid is exciting. And he too was nine pounds, (laughs) Um, only nine pounds, eight ounces this time, you know, (laughs) but we made him come on his due date. Um, and then we were done. We were only gonna, we had our two boys, we were set. You know, my ex was looking at different jobs and different things. We were comfortable. And then, oh, guess what? Pregnant a third time. Vanessa got the crying phone call during that. that I was the first one. Yeah. And I would not trade my third child for the world, but, um, because, This third baby was a surprise. We decided not to find out the gender until this baby came to be. So that was exciting in the OR. I had to have three C-sections, so I'm also a C-section mom. Always kind of wanted to try natural childbirth because my mom was like a rock star who had, you know, natural childbirth, no drugs, you know, only took so many hours and not me, no. (laughs) They had to cut those little babies. They had to cut those little buggers out of me. So third C-section, you know. That was fun. Go in and I'm like, okay, this is my third boy. It's going to be a 10 pounder. I drank all the milkshakes. Just, you know, took it for what it was. My ex and I were, you know, waiting to hear and they pull the baby, you know, and first the head comes out and like, well, it has brown hair. And we're like, okay. Then they pull it out and they're like, it's a girl. And I was, didn't, I was like, no, mm-mm, nice try. And my ex goes, nope, that's a vagina. That's like one of my favorite stories ever. And um, sure enough, there was our third was a girl. So I have two boys and a girl all within like a, set, what, five-year radius. <laughs> was he five when she was born? Yeah. 2016, he was 2012. But he was... He was almost five. Yeah, he was almost five. He was yeah. four and a half. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty quick. Not on purpose, but after she was born, things got a little rough between my husband at the time. And we ended AKA up a dick face. <laughs> we ended up getting a divorce actually in 2018. So pretty recently, like six months ago, 
that'll be for another story. But um, that's kind of how my kids came to be. But I feel like motherhood isn't just about like how your kids came into your life. Like, of course, they're the ones that made me a mom. My ex and I had a lot to do with how I am a mom or how I started off as a mom as a mom in this motherhood business. But also my mom and the way I was raised had a lot to do with the kind of mom I am today and the mom I want to become. Ditto. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly. Motherhood is not pretty <laughs> ever, really. We like to pretend it is, but it's not. Um, Cute, awesome Instagram photos. <laughs> yeah, you know, those those Instagram moms. They're, they, they have their shit together. Oh, God. I don't at all. When I grow up, I want to be an Instagram mom. Don't we all? They're like, they're like what I aspire to be <laughs> when I grow up. Yeah, even lip sense can't help you with that. My mom was fabulous. She was a stay-at-home mom. She was really real, overshared a ton. And now I know why as a mom. Um, she took no shit. She told it how it was. But she was so kind, so passionate. I wish I could be as cool and collective as she was. But sadly, my mom lost her battle to leukemia um, in 2000. And I was only 15. And my brother was 10 and my sister was 4. So that really impacted my childhood. Even though I was, you know, 15 and thought I was, you know, fully grown. No, nice try. It's definitely changed how I am a mom. And especially now as a single mom, it's definitely changed how I view certain things and also how I try to interact with my kids about my ex. I am very thankful for my children's father. As much as I am not his biggest fan, I am... Very thankful that they have a father that is in their life and that they have that because I know how it is to not have a parent. My father was fabulous. He stepped in at one of the hardest times and, you know, did his best and to this day still taking care of me. But, you know, motherhood is never perfect. It's not easy, but, you know, my three kids make it worth it, even though the best time is when they fall asleep. (laughs) sometimes but no really they're it's great and i sound like a terrible mom but there's no such thing remember this podcast (laughs) is full of no judgment no anything this is our venting session yeah we're gonna be real about shit mom mom and hood isn't like perfection those instagram moms that have their shit together i think they're full of shit and well because we know their closet like they just move this stuff so their house looks clean exactly you only take pictures of like the cleanest room in your house yeah like, or you're like, you have a pretty wall and that's the one clean wall in your house. But yeah, no, I mean, don't, don't fear. Judgment well, and I feel like motherhood is always changing and evolving. Mm-hmm. Like some weeks we have a fabulous week. Other weeks we have a shit show of a week. Well, it's because you're dealing with four different personality types in your mm-hmm. household. Yeah. Yes. And five, if you count the cat. <laughs> <laughs> nevy the bitch cat yeah aka <laughs> exactly you know but that's kind of my story and of course throughout the series we will get into that more in depth and you will get to know more about my little tribe as i like to refer to them but yeah that's my motherhood story in a nutshell my favorite thing was is um, georgie's my daughter by the way the story for georgie is the best i was at the hospital 
when Jana went in to have her C-section and I, you know, was prepared and I was ready and we, none of us knew what she was having. And so it had been, we were, we knew what time she was supposed to start her C-section and like the rest of Jana's family showed up and her Nana, who is like my favorite person on the planet. And we're sitting across from each other and we're like, oh, looking at the clock and we're like, oh my gosh, why haven't we heard any sort of response Mm -hmm. why haven't seen anything we're worried about you you know we're pacing we're freaking out and all of a sudden i get this beautiful picture of this most perfect little baby nothing else just the picture (laughs) of the baby and then like a minute later comes the name and it's georgiana ray and you should hear me in the waiting room as i see the name flash across the screen and i just start screaming oh my gosh oh my gosh and i jump up and i like run to your nana and i grab her and she's like what, what, what? and i show her the beautiful picture of the baby and i like didn't purposely show her the name mm-hmm. and then i scroll up and i'm like it's a girl and like your nana cried mm. i cried i hyperventilated i looked at your nana and i was like i gotta go to target <laughs> and i literally bought every girl dress i could think of there's there's a story there i mean we jenna and i leading up to the birth of her daughter we would definitely go to target and pick out clothes and she fell in love with this like adorable dress mm-hmm. and she refused to buy it even I though i said buy it, it. So I went and, and not I that a boy it. like is jinxing it. Like I was I was ready to have my third boy. Yeah. Like I was not sad about that at all. No, I think you were just you were happy either mm-hmm. way. For sure. But, you know, she didn't she didn't want to I think she just ride the surprise wave. Mm-hmm. And so that was okay. That's what best friends are for. Right. And I bought so many girly things. And then yeah. I took all of my daughter's stuff and set up your nursery so you could come home to clean, cute, girly clothes. Yeah, and was it was good. amazing. But anyway, that's my favorite story. Like when you were talking about the, the birth of Georgie, mm-hmm. I flashed to that. I love that moment yeah. that I got to share with your Nana. Mm-hmm. Keeps us close. It's cool. Right. My journey to motherhood, we got to kind of start all the way back in high school. Before we talk about my early life and how I am the mom I am today. Mm-hmm. But we start back in high school to where I met my husband at the time. We didn't date in high school, but that man scared the shit out of me because from the get-go, he's like, I'm going to marry you. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm 18. I can't do this. <laughs> um, but three years later, he put a ring on it and we were married two years after that. We we were, we decided to wait. We think that I that's good topic for Mm -hmm. one of our future podcasts for sure waiting was good for us it gave us a chance to get through shit and hard times and we decided after Jana had her first we decided maybe we should start trying after the end of that year months go by and months and months Mm -hmm. and it feels like it's never gonna happen and boom we're pregnant we tried we're pregnant and um, on the 4th of July uh, in 2012. Yeah. Right up. Oh, we tried. Mm-hmm. I tried then. Right. Uh-huh. We, yeah. So it, um, in 2012, in July 4th of 2012, I started spotting. Mm-hmm. And by two weeks later, I was having a full-blown miscarriage of my first child. And on July 21st, of 2012, I passed the baby. This is mm-hmm. important because this is a cool tidbit. 
Uh, so then we decided to, you know, obviously wait the few months before mm-hmm. we start trying again. Lo and behold, in December of 2012, we found out we were pregnant again. Yay! Yay! We went through, you know, the terrifying pregnancy after miscarriage, also a future topic, um, to make it to my baby shower, which was Yay. lovely and wonderful, mm-hmm. and Jana put it on for us. Mm. It was beautiful. And a week after that, uh, my husband and I went to the drive-in to see a movie, and we got home super, super late, and I, like, woke up extra early, and I was like, I have to put all of her baby stuff away from her baby shower. And this happens to be July 21st of 2013, exactly a year after I lost my first baby. And I get, like, all of her stuff put away. It's beautiful. Out rolls Zach at, like, 1.30 in the afternoon. Harold's <laughs> shoveled in his, like, boxers. And I'm like, okay, this stupid warning tag on the crib is driving me crazy. I'm going to scrub this motherfucker off. Mm-hmm. And so I go get some hot water and I hit the last step and I feel this like pop. And I'm like, that was weird, but whatever. Fill it up. I go upstairs. I scrub the stupid sticker off. And I'm supposed to meet one of my friends for lunch up in another town that's like an hour and a half away. And so I'm like, well, crap, I have to shower. I haven't showered for two days. I feel (laughs) gross. So I get up to go do that, and my water breaks. Now, this is an important tidbit also. It breaks a full four and a half weeks early. Mm -hmm. And... I was not prepared. I was scared. I ended up going to the bathroom and I was like screaming for Zach to come. And he comes in and like, I kid you not, the man opened the door all disheveled. And I was like, my water broke. He literally just closes the door. Like, no questions asked. Just closed the door. And I'm like crying hysterically. I call my mom and my mom's like, don't you have a birth plan? Didn't you watch like the birthing videos? Like what? And I was like, I didn't get to those chapters yet. Cause I was reading <laughs> along with my chapters. Yes, still. exactly. Mm-hmm. So then like, while I'm freaking out on the toilet, like, mm-hmm. well shit, my water broke, mm-hmm. opens the door is Zach. He's fully dressed, hair dripping. Like he's like, Hey, let's go. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? What just <laughs> happened? <laughs> so we drive to the hospital 12 hours 12 hours later? 18 hours. I think it's totally 18 hours. 18 hours later, um, our first child is born. Beautiful baby girl, but weird fact that my water broke exactly one year later. And And I was out of town. She knew it. She didn't believe me. I texted her Mm -hmm. on the way to the hospital, and I was like, guess where I'm going? And I sent a picture of the highway, and you're like, are you freaking kidding me? Except not those words. Mm -mm. But you came home the next day. I think you came home early, didn't you? No. I was just supposed to come home that day. It just worked out. But I was in Enid, Oklahoma, just (laughs) hanging out, playing in the sprinkler with my sister and my kid. And then Vanessa's like, I'm going into labor. And I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) It's too early. (laughs) I'm supposed to be there. Shut up. (laughs) Nope. Didn't get to be there. After that, we moved out of our first house, moved back to our hometown where my husband and I are from. And it turned out to be, like, a blessing to be back into our, our, our own town. But I had accidentally got pregnant 
not on purpose. I had to lapse in like my birth control pill and we got pregnant that first month. I lost that baby. And then in October, uh, my doctor said, well, get off your birth control pill, clear your system if you want to start trying in January. Mm-hmm. Boom, I got pregnant right away. Also lost that baby. Mm-hmm. And that New Year's Eve, it was December 31st of 2014 we're at Jana's house and I remember drinking and cheersing to the universe and I remember saying okay god universe whatever one more year or one more miscarriage and I'll know I'm not supposed to have any more kids I kid you not 21 (laughs) days later positive pregnancy test Mm -hmm. even more bizarre fact for some reason I knew it was twins I just knew and uh, at six weeks, I started spotting again, and I was like, oh, shit, I can't go through another miscarriage. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. So I went in for an early ultrasound to find two little amniotic sacs with two little heartbeats. And I I didn't, I wasn't even shocked because I just knew. The, the twins were due in early October of 2015. And being twins, they decided to show up a full five and a half weeks early. So they were born via C-section at the end of August of 2015. And because they were both before 35 weeks, they had to spend... 10 and 14 days in the NICU. I had a son and a daughter. You it, have a son and a daughter. I have. I, know. <laughs> I have. I should say have. You're right. <laughs> I have a son and a daughter. My son spent 10 days in the NICU. The, my daughter spent 14 days in the NICU. They are Parker, the boy, and Charlie, the girl. Um, and then they came home, but that NICU stay was awful. Again, save for another podcast. Yes. But they came home and thus began my life of chaos <laughs> with a just barely two-year-old and newborn twins. It was lovely. You're a strong woman. Oh, God. Some days. Some days I don't have my shit together. It's fine. Yeah. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> but that's kind of where I'm at and how I became a mom. But I agree with you that really what shapes us into the mother's or parents that we are Mm -hmm. is a lot of our early life well i am the oldest of four girls so i always Mm. thought i was only gonna have girls Mm. and boy oh boy is a little boy different but yes best but Mm -hmm. totally different like penises man just right penises from the beginning from the beginning they're a problem oh i wouldn't say a problem they're just different They're like a tool or a toy, and they just always yes. have to touch it and play mm-hmm. with it. They have to make sure it's not going to fall It's off. not going to go anywhere because it's mm-hmm. external, so it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No. But yeah, I'm the oldest of four girls. Uh, my sister, Tori, is three years younger than me, or almost three years younger mm-hmm. than me. And then my parents, my mom was really young when she had me. She was 19, so she was a young mom. I do feel like that shaped a lot of yes. my upbringing. Nine years after... Tor- or I was born, my sister Sierra made her appearance. Hi, Sierra. Welcome to the <laughs> podcast. Um, and then not even like nine months. She was nine months old. And my dad like takes me down to the basement. He goes, I think your mom's pregnant. And I was like, dad, too much information because here I'm at like 11. And he's like, no, we've just been having a lot of sex. Because again, my parents were extremely open about shit, mm-hmm. which makes nice. sense. 
Mm-hmm. And so, you know, nine months after that, 18 months after Sierra was born, here pops out little Sasha. Oh, Sasha. Sasha. So I'm 11 years older than my sister, Sasha. And I feel like the experience I had having that much of an age difference between my siblings definitely also plays into, like, my expertise and what we have going for us and the type of mom I had. Yeah. So Fun fact, because we, I, too, am 11 years older than my little sister. Samesies. Yeah. So I would have to agree with that. That, that definitely plays into our motherhood pre-journey, I guess. True story. I always say that my little sister was my first child. I said that too. I care. I yeah. we were doing something the other day. Sasha comes and visits us. She's she is she just finished up her junior year at college, so she's about to start her senior year, which she's going into art education. So it's gonna be like crazy. But usually she's so busy. She was here the other day, and I think I made a joke out loud in front of my children and mm-hmm. in front of Zach, and I was like, I have to feed my oldest child too, and so. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I make that joke a lot also. Yeah. I just spent a lot of time babysitting, which, by the way, was like the best form of birth control. So right. if you're ever wondering what the best form of birth control is, is to give a preteen a baby. Or uh, watch your sister be born oh. like I did. See, my parents definitely debated that one. And I really kind of wish I was there. Oh, it was amazing. Because, see, my mom, I don't think, no, my mom had an epidural for Sasha. Oh, okay. It was the first time she had ever had an epidural. Oh, so she was, like, in hog heaven. Yeah. So I think it would have been nice to see that mm-hmm. and prepare me for December's birth. But Oh, my God. I, I just, I still think about watching my mom give birth to my sister. In a it's scary just, way or in a oh, good yeah, way? Oh, yeah. Like, both. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no thanks. <laughs> like babies aren't supposed to come out of And the then hole. I remember being like. Oh, that's like, like that conversation. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, and I remember like laying there thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have to fucking deliver this baby, <laughs> this giant kid. And I didn't know I was giant at the time. I'm kind of glad for my C-section. Uh, Y'all can judge me as much as you'd like. No, I have to say <laughs> I agree with you because I had I had my oldest vaginally and mm-hmm. this, the twins were both breech, especially my gatekeeper, Charlie. You'll hear me <laughs> refer to her as my gatekeeper a lot. Her ass was so far down in my pelvis, I literally thought my ass was going to fall mm-hmm. out. Um, but because she was breech, they both were breech, actually, I had to have a C-section. But... Going to the hospital, knowing you're going to have a C-section was, like, the best thing in the world. Yeah. Because you could, like, shower and you got pretty. Yeah, I got to do that the two other times. Yeah, that's true because you did go through an induction process. I did. With Crosby. With Crosby. With the first. With the oldest. I really kind of wish they would have had me in there with her. But they, they debated. And I think a lot of parents with that big of age difference do debate about it. And I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. No. I think it's up to the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. But fun fact, I scared the shit out of December because she was asking <laughs> questions about... I don't even know how we got on the subject, but she was like... I, I talk a lot about how her brother and sister got cut out of my belly because I have mm-hmm. a scar and it's easy to talk about it. And so December was like, I got cut out too. And I was like, nope, that's not how you exited this world or came into this world, mm-hmm. kiddo. And she was like, well, where did I come from? 
And I had to be like, you came out of my vagina. And the look on her face was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and like, so I was explaining to her that, you know, babies travel out your vagina. So when you have a baby, like you, that's what your body's supposed to yeah. do. And she legit was just like, okay, I'm going to go now. Like, she was just like, yeah, you already started the birth control process right I there. Did, right You're doing there. a good job, mom. Good conversation. But yeah, that's funny how that led into that. But she just, I don't know. I don't even know how we came into that subject. She just. She It'll just, come up again. I'm sure it will. Like, and at least it wasn't that like that crazy question of where do babies yes. come from? It was yes. kind of like, how are we born? And I'm like, um, I can do that. Crosby, I guess. My nanny told me that Crosby asked Alexa where <gasps> babies come from. Oh, yeah. And she had a good answer. And, um. My nanny, like, caught it before Alexa could answer because she was not sure what Alexa was going to say. And um, she said, well, yeah, let's not talk about that. But then we tried it the other day without my kids around. And it said that they come, babies come from the reproductive system or something of that fact. You can ask Alexa yourself, <laughs> friends. But, yeah, I mean, it's a natural thing to ask. But I'm not necessarily ready to have the actual birds and the bees conversation which again can be another topic that we talk about soon because i think i probably need to have that with my oldest sooner rather than later yeah i think i, I just can the see that. basics just well, I- playground things happen and you just want your kids to make at least in my humble opinion i want my kids to get the facts for me right yeah i think that that's a really great thing like I think they have to come from you I think we have to have good relationships with our kids where they trust us and they ask yeah. us those questions and still and know they, that and they trust our opinions yeah like, they trust that we know what the hell we're talking about and that we're still parents right we love them and we're gonna direct them but mm-hmm. and I also think like you and I are very much of the same picture of we're gonna be open with our kids mm-hmm. to a point where maybe they'll be uncomfortable but that's that's the, the point. point like well, I think shots by the way, whenever Jana and I say the same thing, take a shot. <laughs> also, our drink of choice this evening is Malibu. Yes. I started with Malibu and Sprite, and now I moved on to Malibu and Pepsi so I don't fall asleep. And I did Malibu and Sprite. It tastes delicious. It's like you're mm-hmm. laying on a beach, but not. And it's just, it's smooth. Mm-hmm. I've been, the hangovers are nothing. Like, it's great. Mm-hmm. Depends, but yeah, they're better than a tequila hangover. I was gonna say, I think when we were in Vegas, and as much yes. Malibu as we drank in Vegas, yeah, I think it the, was, I was notch. fine. It yeah. was top notch to have mm-hmm. while we we're in Vegas. True, but yeah, that is our drink of choice this evening, mm-hmm. which is actually a very good transition into us discussing what the purpose of this podcast yeah. is and the format of it. For sure, um, we the. As the title suggests, our plan is to drink and talk a lot of shit about... Oh, I hit that. Okay. Um, Talk a lot of shit about certain topics every mm-hmm. week or whenever. We'll pick topics that we want to talk about. We will research. We will share our opinions. But mm-hmm. we are also open to opposing opinions. And eventually, we would love to hear from you all about topics you want to hear two drunk moms talk about. Exactly. There also may come up topics where we will not be drunk because it's too much of a serious topic Mm -hmm. and we really feel like we need to give it our all. 
Exactly. So that's just kind of a nutshell of what you'll expect from us. There will be no judgment. We are not holier than anybody else. Mm-hmm. We are not perfect. We're far from it. But we're real about our imperfections. We want this to be our venting platform. We think we're fucking hilarious. Y'all yeah. should too. This could be a really great thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that we want a platform where we all can bitch about it. Because let's be real. Momming is hard. It is. It's not pretty. It's not fun. It's dirty and ugly and the best and worst of times that you'll ever have. Right. And each of our struggles are different Mm -hmm. but we're still so similar and we're there for each other and we will be forever and then four to six months after exactly and it's it's just this is our place for us to share each other with you and i think Mm -hmm. and what we know and how we feel and our our moms are so similar and our lives are similar in a lot of respects Mm -hmm. and we are so similar but yet so different yes we didn't talk about how we met that I was getting to that. Good. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And that leads us to the best thing in my entire world. Well, maybe not. I mean, I don't want to trump like Zach and the kids. True. But I could at least come like fourth <laughs> or 12th behind all your family or 57th. Oh, it's fine. I've, I've told you this time and time again. You were my fucking soulmate, so it's fine. But that me, man. It's like that time when your best friend and you become lesbians, get matching tattoos. <laughs> what was the last part of that? I can't remember. Get, become lesbians, get matching tattoos. I don't think it was become... It wasn't lesbians. It was like become middle age. So the story of how Jana and I met, Jana's ex-husband, mm-hmm. knew my husband from church from way back when and then when Jana and her husband met also at the same church Mm -hmm. they all kind of knew each other from there and so they kind of grew up at the end of teenage years together yes and so you know and Zach and I kind of got together near that end point but we really started to hang out after Zach and I got engaged Mm -hmm. because Jana and her ex at they were engaged mm-hmm. also. And so Jana was planning a wedding for like two months ahead of mine. And mm-hmm. so we, her and I really bonded at first about our weddings. Yeah. And then the more we hung out and the more we got to know each other, the more we realized how much we had in common. Yeah. How much we really liked how, like, I love who I am when I'm with you. And I know Agreed. that sounds like so cliche and so like romantic but it's so true but i think people can attest and and especially women like we try to pretend maybe at times or try to you know fake it till we make it which i'll say a lot during this but Mm -hmm. i felt like once i let my guard down around vanessa that i could be myself because especially growing not growing up in the church but just like from being a teenager and a young adult in the church, judgment was so heavy. And I felt like with her, there wasn't any. Mm-mm. You know, I was like, God, who's this girl that Zach's engaged to? Because I had never <laughs> met her. I was like, that's kind of weird. Random. Um, but that's Zach for you. <laughs> yeah, not Love surprising. You, <laughs> as hard as this last year has been in my life, getting divorced and all that stuff, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, every week. The one thing I'm like, I can't, I would go through it again. Because I have For my you. best friend. Yep. Yep. 
I mean, I, you know, I. And my children. And your children. <laughs> oh, yeah, them too. Oh, yeah. Those three precious babies. I forget. Uh, wait, we did just spend time. But like, we Oh, yeah, get- the first 35 minutes of this was about them. Exactly. See, it's fine. But we were friends before kids. We were. So. So, I mean, we had met, like, we, we met officially met 10 years ago yes 10 plus years ago mm-hmm. we're actually yeah 10 plus years ago no yeah like we're almost 10 and a half years okay i trust your math i'm pretty sure I you're met the you. accountant i'm not it's fine i'm pretty sure i met you at the beginning of the year of when because we would go bowling don't you we remember would. we'd go bowling all the oh, time yeah. that's kind of how we first met it was but um yeah so 10 plus years like 10 and a half mm-hmm and we, I mean, we met 10 and a half years ago and your first child, seven years old, mm-hmm. the day Joanna told me she was pregnant, we were going to see, we, we, we would go, when we first met, we would end up going to midnight showings, like at the same theater, but not together at first. Mm-hmm. And then we started going together. Mm-hmm. And so we were going to see one of the Harry Potter films. I think it was the Harry, last, not the last, the first part of the yeah. last, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was the first part of the last. Mm-hmm. We were at this pizza place, and I walk in, and she just is like, I'm pregnant. And I screamed mm-hmm. so loud. It was, it was so loud. It was embarrassing at the time, but now I enjoy it. Now you know me, so you knew yeah, how excited I was. True. We just slowly got close together, and then all of a sudden, like, and it felt like so, it's such a natural yeah. progression. Like, there's no one point where we're like, oh my God, we just clicked and we knew. It was mm-hmm. just, it was slowly, and the more we hung out together, and the more we talked, and yeah. the more we realized, because I think those first, like, that first little bit, you're still kind of pretending. Well, and exactly, because this is my, you know, fiance's best friend's fiance. Yes. Right? Did yeah. I say that correctly? Yes. yes. That was hard. Yes. To where you have to kind of play nice. Yes. And we're not very good at playing nice. No. No. <laughs> and, it, and I think it, it just came natural. Like, it just, it there was like a, it, this sounds so cliche again, too, but there was like this, like, weird spark instant connection mm-hmm. that we kind of didn't jump headfirst into i think we kind because of because i didn't think i it. was gonna like you yeah and i and i we built into it yeah we built into it oh see i like you right well no like <laughs> before i knew who you like before i met you i was like really who's this bitch who's this like really zach really yeah but no so thanks zach no i think i think because i just i i connected with you versus a lot of other friends mm-hmm. that I was introduced to at that time. Agreed. Because you, like, I knew Zach from high school. Mm. So Zach and I had mutual friends from high school. And you knew a different side I of... knew a different Zach. Yes. And you guys knew church Zach. And yes. I never knew church Zach. No. And I still don't really know church Zach. <laughs> Not much different. No, he's just Zach. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And and it just kind of, like, it was a scary world for me to go into because mm-hmm. I'm a heathen and I wasn't... Not even. But I mean, my journey to Christ is it's my own journey, Mm -hmm. you know, but it wasn't something that my family was uber religious or anything like that. So I, I was very intimidated to meet all of you guys. Like you scared the shit out of me. I was like, who are these people? Like, I don't know these people. (laughs) We were just like, oh, we finally get to meet her. I know. Cause that's Zach for you. It was like Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're like, we saw Zach one day and then the next day he's like, he's engaged. (laughs) That's okay. That's kind of how it went down. Yeah. Like, like we, 
we had known each other. I met him. He was one of the first people I met when I moved to Brighton. Mm. and at 16 or 15 and we had a class together and it was one of my first classes I had in Brighton so he was one of the first people I met so I met him when I was 15 so to be fair I mean I knew him Mm -hmm. for sure but yeah no we like when we officially officially started dating there's more to that Mm -hmm. but there is I know but when we officially started dating we were dating only a few months and he knew he was gonna marry me so and that's why I was like what yeah like it was like from (laughs) July to like and he proposed in December yeah so it was it was like the shortest amount of time and I Mm -hmm. just don't think anybody was really knew that and then like we moved in together right away like, we moved in together in January. So he proposed, like, the week after my 21st birthday. And then, well, and I boom, think that was it. We're we like, moved in together. What? Zach moved in with a girl, and now he's his, now they're, like, engaged? We're like, okay, that escalated quickly. I, I kind of thought, But now like, it makes sense. And I don't know this for sure, so I'm sorry, Zach, but I love you, and, and I don't regret anything. But I do kind of feel like we had planned to move in together, mm-hmm. um, and we had talked about getting married, but I felt like the engagement ring got put on my finger pretty fast due mm-hmm. to pressures from for sure outside world oh, like, yeah. and i felt like that that was kind of why it was like let's get engaged and that's what oh that's the only reason us. i got married yeah. in hindsight yeah now not in my heart right but and i can't attest to my ex either but i feel like that is the whole reason we got married because you can't do certain things if you're not married right so to make things that you're already doing okay, let's put a ring let's on it. Let's put a ring on it. Yeah. Yes. And I kind of felt like that's – and not that it was a bad thing because, like no. I said, Zach had been telling me, like, I was 18 the first time he told me he was going to marry mm. me. And it was just – you know, I think he just – he knew. Your catch. And well, he knew before I knew. You know, and I and – I, and I guess he's a smart guy. He's <laughs> a lot smarter than, like, people give him credit for. But. Oh, we know. I know. It's true. Know. True story. But yeah, no, I agree. And I just, I felt like, you know, I, I don't know. I fell in love with you. And I know that sounds weird, but not like, like romantic in love No, with I get you, it. Mm-hmm. But like in love with you to the point that you were my soulmate and I knew who I was. You, you just make me a better me. And I, I agree. I'd be lost it. without you. I love our friendship. So and you're going to get that a lot that we love each other. And then shots, and then we're you drinking, know. and then we might cry a little. It'll be fine. You guys will love us, and then hate us, and then love us some more. Yeah, we're excited to do this more often and get better at it. True. Or worse, depending on what we're drinking that week. True. Which we will always share with you our drinks. We will always share with you. We'll try and give you a story of the week. Yeah. Our mom moment of the weeks. This week was several mom moments of the week. Yeah. Including... Telling my daughter that babies come from vaginas mm-hmm. and other things. Yeah. I got to deal with um, my ex and his girlfriend at field day. Mm. So, you know, that was fun. Mm. No need more to talk about that. But, you know, I survived. As you would. I mean, you're a very mm. strong person. Yeah. I think if anything from what your divorce, your separation and all this, the journey to that mm-hmm. has taught you is that you can fucking handle anything mm. and you can come out with it as a rock star. Or I, know, I can wait I know, at least to like cry by myself. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I know you don't feel <laughs> like it, but I think, I think in hindsight when when you're done processing the grief and when you're done feeling the emotional roller coaster you're on and you can look at it, you're mm-hmm. gonna realize how fucking amazingly strong you came out of this. Mm. But I mean, it was a long 
journey to that process. But yeah. Save that for another time. Right. But we I, could also edit that out because that was a weird little. No, I think we, we were talking about our moments of the week. Oh, yeah. True. And I, that was definitely a rough moment of the week for you. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think you. But I also survived you, it. You survived it. Like, yes, you cried in your car. But you know what? Six months ago, you were getting divorced. Like, True. you can't, you got to give yourself some time. And I think that I, I just, I just, I know you. And I know you came out of it amazingly. And I know Dickface hated the fact that you were okay. Like, he wanted to see you be that crumble. Mm. He wanted to see you in the car when you were I upset. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he thinks about me that much anymore. No, he's a, because he's he has. a lot of things to no, think about now. No, no. Because he wants to know he's winning. He mm. he needs that validation because he's that kind of person. That he needs that validation. Trust me, I don't I don't hate her ex. I'm just really mad about the situations and how it. Came she's my to person. Be. She's supposed to be. I am, but but there's there's just so much more to it, and I just feel like if you look at him in that perspective. Mm-hmm. That the shiny, happy family that he put on display mm-hmm. is not real. And the fact that it was all an act yeah. just to hurt you. Yeah. Because he is that person. He has to one-up you. And you know that from conversations that you have with him. You mm-hmm. know that from actions. Mm-hmm. You know that from so many different things. Yeah. And I that's how I get to that conclusion. Yeah. But you survived. I did. And you're here drinking with me. And that's to relieve that stress and you let it out and you were human and you still felt it. Mm -hmm. And that's an amazing thing. Like as shitty as it is to be as hurt as you are, the fact that you are feeling it and moving on is what's going to make you the better person. And still trying to get those Tinder matches. (laughs) (laughs) And match. Oh, yes. And match, you know. Oh, God. That can be another topic later. (laughs) I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, dating. Yes. I love that topic. I can't wait till we get to that topic. (sighs) Mm. Write in if you want it next week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, next week, hopefully I won't go on an awkward date. Maybe it'll be back to my normal fun Thursday date. Oh, yeah. is that the last one before he goes? Yes. But we can talk about that next week. Okay. Mm. Don't be sad. I didn't mean I to make you sad. No, it's fine. Drink some more of your drink. I'm not supposed to have feelings. It's fine. Dead inside for everything and everyone. No. Except for you and my kids. <laughs> and Zach and, and Zach, sisters. I guess. I have one. I guess I could call the other newbie sisters my sisters, too, because I only have Kaylee. Right. That's true. We so have one big happy family. We are family. We are. It's true. Yeah, I shouldn't sing on this podcast. <laughs> I kind of love it. <laughs> Keep it. Sometimes life is hard. You got to get drunk and talk shit with your best friend. And we'll talk to you all next week. See you then. Bye.